Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. It is Sam Spellman here, and I am joined by your father. My father. (laughs) Hey, Dad. Hey, it's good to be with you guys today, and we are most excited that you are joining us today and that you're listening in wherever you're listening from. And man, we would love for you to be in touch with us. We would love to hear what this podcast is doing for you, any questions you have, anything you'd like to see discussed on the Family Mission Podcast. You can always email us at Spellman Ministries at gmail.com. That's right. S-P-E-L-L-M-A-N ministries, plural, at gmail.com. That's right. We want to hear from you. You can also check out our website, SpellmanMinistries.org. This is, we're trying to do the shameless plug in the beginning, you know. For sure. Kind of, you know, swallow the pill. No. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but you can get in touch with us. We want you guys to know if you want to get in touch with us, SpellmanMinistries.org again, S-P-E-L-L-M-A-N ministries.org. Mm-hmm. And make sure you write a review. If you're listening on yeah. Apple or you listen on Google, write a review, let us, you know, that helps this thing give, you know, rate the podcast, let that get out there. Um, Make sure you're following us, listen on Spotify or Podbean, same thing, whatever platform you're using, make sure you write a review, uh, rate the podcast if you liked it. I mean, all those good things, just Mm -hmm. so that way the word gets out and more people can hear, you know, us sitting here talking about good stuff. Speaking of just sitting here talking, (laughs) we were talking before we went live Somehow we need to come up with, you know, like when COVID hit and the uh, uh, like the stadiums couldn't be filled with people anymore. Yeah. They put those little cardboard cutouts yeah. and they filled the stadium with Pay little like cardboard 20 cutouts. 20 bucks or whatever get your, and so get your cutouts. And so Sam there. and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we had some little cardboard cutouts oh, yeah. for our listeners? And so it's not just <laughs> so. he and I or, you know, Kim and I or, you know, all of us together. You know, we do it different ways, but it'd be so nice to have you sitting here actually with us. And yeah, so, exactly. You know, we'd have to have little cardboard cutouts where you sent a picture in and we could create a cutout. Exactly. You can send a good, you know, whatever picture you want, and we could just, you know, post up people around the room. Post up. Exactly. (laughs) Just get everyone everyone up here. But, man, we want to talk about uh, some good stuff today. And and the good stuff is about the squeaky wheel. That's right. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, supposedly. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. It may get the grease, but let's let's ask the question and let's dig into it today. Is that really the right way to handle you know, a complaint or an issue that's gone wrong. Because, you know, in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that in the beginning, the earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. The original language actually brings out the idea that it was chaotic. It was chaotic. So it was not like God wanted it. So then you have the famous words that follow, and God said, let there be light. So God's word has a way of bringing order back. God's word has a way of bringing his way back. You could say when love speaks, hello, order comes. Come on. When love speaks, authority is there. That's right. When love, when true love speaks. Cuz we're talking about galactic chaos here. Yeah, that's, we're not that's just talking rough. about a messy room, a teenager's room. We're talking about a galactic <laughs> mess. mess. <laughs> And love had something to say, and it wasn't like, this stinks. 
when are you going to clean up your room? I mean, this wasn't just God griping, God complaining. That's it. Thinking that his complaint would somehow fix the problem. That'd probably be rough if he But the point is, love didn't avoid the problem. That's it. Love did not avoid the issue. It didn't avoid the fact that it was chaotic. It was out of out of whack. It Love spoke into it. Love spoke light. Love spoke understanding. Love spoke creative power. And our words, death and life, Proverbs eighteen thirty one, is in the power of the tongue. That's right. So we all have a measure of that creative power yeah. in our words. And we can create or we can destroy. We can give life or we can give death. Yeah. Our words can be seasoned with grace or they can be seasoned with uh, death, death, exactly. <laughs> so to speak, with some so flavor. We want to dig into that thought today of you know the squeaky wheel getting the grease, and just said that just kind of for fun. But really, there's a real life experience that happened for me recently that really kind of provoked a lot of conversation in our home um, between not only myself and and my wife, but also our our sons. And we want to talk to you about it today because I think it not only is, is helpful to understand, but we can learn a lot. We can learn how to help people. We can learn how to help ourselves. We can learn how to grow. Um, but I was in a business, and in this business, um, a young couple was uh, there with their young daughter, and this young girl was unhappy. She was unhappy about something, and, and so she was, she was she was squeaking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was the squeaky wheel in the room, and uh, it obviously made oh, the parents man. uncomfortable. Uh, they quickly became, you know, embarrassed because they became the center of attention. Everybody in the business was now looking at them. So now their objective was to shut the child up. You know, <laughs> Get the child quiet. And so, um, you know, he tried a few tactics. She tried a few tactics. They handed the child back and forth for a while. She's not having it. I don't know what she wants, but she's not getting it. She's squeaking. Okay. And so she's getting the grease. And man, grease is flying everywhere. But she's not getting happy. And uh, and finally, the, the, the wife, she just left. She just walked out and left the child in the in the husband's hands. And, and he's, you know, confused doesn't so finally then you know he he leaves and uh I don't know what they did, but in the meantime, I mean, they were giving the child candy. They were giving the child a toy. They were just trying to appease the child from this situation. And my heart just went out, Sam, to this young couple. And my heart went out to the child because here's the thing. Complaining is not going to serve us well in life. Yeah. You know, when we complain and we live a life of complaining, um, it doesn't mean that situations, I mean, the child needed to be ad- addressed. And, yeah, there was but there's a way that love can address it. There's a way that love can bring order into that child's heart, into that child's understanding, um, and order can be there. But um, what was hurtful was that was all they knew. Yeah, That was all that young couple knew to do. They were doing everything they knew to do. They were doing everything they could. They were, I mean, they were concerned about, I mean, this is interrupting everybody's day. I mean, everybody's now having to pay attention to the child and the young couple. They're trying to deal with it. And so I want to just kind of talk about this a little bit, Sam, here today. Um, Obviously, we're, you know, your mom and I, we're your parents. You're our son. But, you know, from the very beginning, your mom and I, thankfully, were given a program and this is going to date our education. <laughs> the program was on VHS. Oh boy! Some of you may not even know what that is, but anyway, VHS. <laughs> it was. It's kind of like a 
cassette. All the Veggie Tales were on. Yeah, it's kind of like a cassette for video. It's just uh, anyway. It's big. It's big. It's a it's, tape. It's a big old tape. You shove it in a big old machine. It goes. <laughs> it makes and you hit mechanical <laughs> noises and grinds. Uh, clicks on. But we got a VHS series <laughs> called "Growing Kids God's Way." Okay. Growing Kids God's Way. Well, the the purpose of that, one of the big purposes of it, was to help parents have a parent-centered home, not a child-centered home. Because if you just do everything based on the child, what the child wants, when the child wants to eat, when the child wants to sleep, when, in other words, you don't set their schedule. You don't lay out the ground rules. You don't say, this is how this home is going to function. And you bring them lovingly into the flow of the home. Then the child begins at a very early age to think the world revolves around them. And that, of course, is going to be a major problem. You know, (laughs) it may not get out of control too soon, but by the time they're, you know, in their early teens, preteens, late teens, and then they become an adult and they leave the home and they still think the world revolves around them. It's they're not going to be the best employee and they're not going to have the best marriage. I'm not going to be a good friend. Um, But you think about it and that that little seed, Mm -hmm. you know, I think what you even said with just the whole situation, your heart goes out to the the young couple. And I think there's so many Mm -hmm. um, people out there that we've I mean, we've met many people that it's like, you know, we. You haven't been given the yeah. the tools. Yeah, you know, I think, and that's that's where I think a we lot of people. We didn't have them. Yeah, I mean, all we knew to do is I I knew how to parent how I was parented. Mm-hmm. My wife knew how to parent how she was parented, and and we're not saying our parents raised us right or wrong. I don't want to make that the issue. The issue is all I knew to do was what I grew up in. Absolutely. You know, we say it often at family mission: children live what they learn. Yeah, and they learn what they live. And so that's all I knew to do. So this young couple, all they were doing is what they knew to do. Exactly. They didn't have the tools, you know, to how to handle that in a situation that not only quieted the child, because how many of the goals not quiet the child? Yeah. We're not just trying to control behavior. We're trying to shape their heart. I think that's exactly you know what you know, I'm saying. A, and that's, that's a that's different what, view. Yeah, that's what Growing Kids Godway is. It taught us not only to have a parent-centered home, but it taught us to teach you and Daniel the moral of the behavior. And what did God tell you that one time? Um, yeah. That rules without relationship. relationship rules without relationship breeds rebellion. Exactly. You know, if it's always about just snuffing the behavior, snuffing. You know, if you because you can feel that. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been in a situation where someone's you know brought the hammer down, so to speak, yeah. on you, brought the band hammer, and you're just like, you know, you don't <laughs> you don't even care about me. You know, I'm not like. You know, you can just basically, you know, you want to kick the system. Yeah. I mean, you see, there's a lot of people, and that's how a lot of people view the government right now. Yeah. They just, the government doesn't care about me. I'm mm-hmm. going to kick the system. Or these leaders, they don't care right. about me. I'm going to kick, the, you know, that kind of mentality. In other words, there's no relationship. Right. There's no trust. There's no interaction between the authority and the person. Mm-hmm. And it's important to understand that, you know, that's not how our relationship with God is. Mm-hmm. He wants relationship. Yes. He pursued relationship over everything. Yeah. He pursued that re- rest- restoration, excuse me, mm-hmm. of relationship. That was yeah. the thing that he sent Jesus to die on. So there could be a relationship so that mm-hmm. it wasn't just a set of standards, yeah. a set of rules, but that it could be understood and revealed through the Holy Spirit. Hey, 
This is how I've walked my life. Mm-hmm. This is what caused me to bring order into chaos. Yeah. These ways of love. Not order into chaos. Or excuse me, <laughs> chaos into order. Thank you. My brain flipped backwards. Thanks for correcting that. That would have been bad. Yeah. Um, but bring order into the chaos of the situation. In other words, whenever the Lord walks, he brought in peace. Yeah. But why? Because he walked a certain way. Yeah. Because he talked a certain way. Because he yeah. lived his life a certain way. Jesus, mm-hmm. he followed all of it. Says He even said out of his own mouth, I didn't come to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. In other words, everything he did, he was in order yeah. with what the Ten Commandments said, with the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. And it's important to understand, you know, as followers of Jesus, followers of the way, one of the big proponents is keeping my heart in a thankful place. Yeah. Loving my neighbor as I love myself. Yeah. You know, how do I love myself? Well, I don't just love me for me, but I love what God's done for me. Yeah. I love who he's made me to be. I'm thankful. Yeah. You know, one of the fruit of the spirit is thankfulness. Yeah. You know, that is absolutely vital that I keep and I hang on to thankfulness because, you know, whenever you're a child, um, I know I'm just speaking out of my own personal experience, but whenever you're a child, there are things that you want. There are things that you want to do, mm-hmm. things that you want to, you know, go hang out. You know, I want to go climb this. I want to go do this. And there were times that I got told no. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, I was rather miffed. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is dumb. You know, I, this, I'm not going to hurt. You know, I thought I was, you know, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up and looking back, you know, now I see, wow, that's, that's why, yeah. you know, they said this. That's why they didn't let me go there. That's why they wouldn't let me watch that or eat that. Or, you know, there was different things, you know, that you did that in the moment I was mm-hmm. like, that's dumb. I don't, I wasn't about it. But looking back, I realized, wow, they were actually had my best interest mm-hmm. in mind. And it produces a thankfulness in yeah. my heart. It produced a realization. Wow. You know, they might not have done everything right, yeah. but I can tell, man, they were real, they were trying, yeah. you know, and I think that's something that that's the perspective yeah. that we really want to make sure that is that is proposed to you guys today in the conversation that that's how we should view the Father, yeah. that's how we should view the Lord because He has touched us right, He has given us all the tools we need mm-hmm. through His Word and through the Holy Spirit to live in life in a place of peace. Yeah, to no matter when the chaotic situation comes, that peace and love can can reign in it. Yeah. There can be a solution that, you know, it might not just solve a moment or a behavior, but it will plant a seed yeah. or it will uproot something that will change the future, that will yeah. change my perspective, that will change the outcome of my life for the better of not only myself, but for the betterment of those around me and for the body of Christ, for my community, mm-hmm. for my family, um, for my friends. And it's important that it starts with thankfulness. Yeah. I believe that's something that is an absolute vital thing that, you know, when the situation comes, you know, taking a step back, just taking mm-hmm. a moment and stepping back. And I, I really like um, Rodney Howard Brown. If you ever heard him minister before, and I don't want to create a whole bunch of, well, I don't like you know him, he said, but anyway, just for, you know, personality wise, you can think what you want about anyone, but I I really appreciate how bold he is. Yeah, personally, absolutely. to just give it raw. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus he gave it raw, and mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't like it, but just that is what it is. I'll let it lay there. But there's something he does, and if you've ever watched him minister, this is what I want to get at. He's very patient yeah. 
yeah. with the Holy Spirit. He's not rushed. He's never in a rush. He's never just trying to fill time with words. Mm-hmm. There's times sometimes he'll stand for like three, four minutes, not say a word. Mm-hmm. And he'll just watch and he'll wait to hear the voice of God mm-hmm. to speak, or he'll watch the Holy Spirit move in the service. Maybe he's touching someone's heart. Maybe he just said something and it's he's letting it mm-hmm. lay. But that slow, patient, thankful approach. Yeah, yeah is something that I believe is very vital for life in general, because if we would just take a step back, Mm -hmm. you know, think if that young couple took a moment, just took a step back, Mm -hmm. but so much the enemy's constantly throwing pressure, throwing, Mm -hmm. it's like, he's just hurling stones, you know, everyone's watching, get Mm -hmm. the baby quiet. They're judging you. They think you're horrible parents. Mm -hmm. You're you know, I mean, he's just accusation, accusation, accusation. I mean, you can only imagine what's going through their mind. Mm -hmm. You're new to this. You don't, I mean, you don't know what you're doing really. You're just trying to, you know, I want the baby to be happy. I don't want these people to be mad at me. I don't want, you know, there's just a zillion thoughts just flying through your mind. But if we just take a step back, say, whoa, okay, hold on. I don't know what I'm doing. Number one, humility. Mm-hmm. God gives grace to the humble. Lord, I don't know what I'm doing in this situation. This baby <laughs> is going out of control. I need to handle this. How do I help this child? You know, what's wrong? You know, mm-hmm. first off, situation something wrong. But take a step and say, okay, we as parents, mm-hmm. we can't get divided. Yeah. We got to approach this together. Yeah. We got to stay unified. Okay, what do you think we should do? Okay, I don't know. What do you think we should do? Well, let's just, let's take a moment. Maybe let's step outside where it's not bugging so we can at least not deal with that thought. Yeah. Let's go to a place where it's secluded where we can kind of look. And so then from there, but it takes a step back. How are we going to address this? Yeah. How can peace come? How can love come for not just my sake, but just simply letting the accusations fall yeah. and just... Just let the the truth of love say, whoa, yeah. okay. If they judge me, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. If they throw accusations at me and come, that's what that's their decision. Mm-hmm. I don't have to adjust to a man. I adjust to the truth. I yeah. adjust to love. I adjust, adjust to Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not going to adjust to the 30 people in the business because if I do, mm-hmm. it's going to be chaos. Yeah. And so you look at the, the the issue here, like I was saying, with what we learned as parents through that program of teaching that we learned about being, you know, the center of our home, because many times people think a family begins when you start having children. No, not according to the Bible, not according to the Bible. The family begins with the marriage. And that's why the very nucleus of marriage is under attack in our society, because if you can break down the marriage, you break down the family. And if you break down the family, you break down the home, you break down society. Break down and the so community. God told wow. us a few years ago, heal the home, you'll heal the land. So that's why we do these podcasts, because we're wanting to bring healing to the home. But we're going to have to deal with the issues parents are dealing with, couples are dealing with. But here's the thing. We have to realize this isn't about behavior modification. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about just stopping the bad behavior. It's not just getting them to do the right behavior. It's about calling forth that child's real identity. Yeah. It's about touching the child with our words um, in a way that we speak to their identity, we speak to their value, we speak to their purpose, even a even a toddler. I mean, it's not like you got to get preachy with them, but it's where you come from in the conversation. You can it's where it. you as a parent are coming from, where you're living from. It's not about, you know, giving them a three-point sermon about their value, identity, and purpose. <laughs> 
It's about where do you live from? Do you yeah. know the value of this child? And do you know that your words have the power to create peace in them? Mm-hmm. Your words have the power to create um, 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 order in their heart. And so it's where you live from is it's where you parent from. Yeah. Um, and a child then is going to learn that even if, because, you know, your mom and I, Sam, we've ad- admitted this many times over, we've not done everything right. <laughs> In fact, one of the greatest things I think we have taught you is how to repent. Probably. <laughs> so, so um, again, we we did learn some things, and we we worked to implement everything we knew to. But here was Mom and I's commitment: is that we were going to walk in the light that we have, and when we got outside the boundaries ourselves as parents, we repented, and we were willing to let you and your brother see. This is what you do when you miss it. You adjust, you repent, you come clean. And um, when it was age appropriate, we began to have talks with you and your brother. Um, Because sometimes we would parent from a place that maybe we didn't say it just right in the right tone. (laughs) And so we had to come back and we had to adjust. And, And you do that a few times, you stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the point is, so we're not saying like we're the perfect parents, just do what we do. We're saying truth is what shapes our heart. Yeah. Truth shaped us as parents There's and truth is what shaped our children. But it's where we parent from. It's it, do we, like you're saying, Sam, do we really have a gratitude for that life? Um, you can imagine being in Jesus' presence. The Bible says for the joy set before him, he mm. endured the cross. That's in another way of saying he was thankful for us. Why did he do what he did? Because he was thankful for us. He was thankful for this family. Now, this family was a mess. I mean, the world's a mess. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're so confused, they end up putting him on a cross. I mean, yeah. I mean his, the family of God was an absolute mess. And yet he was so thankful for each and every one that he was willing to put his life up there, his innocent blood draining down that rugged cross so that it could eventually be taken to heaven as a payment for our sin. Why did he do that? Yeah, our value. Yeah, who we were. But he was thankful. He was thankful that he had brothers and sisters. Even though brothers and sisters, we were all messed up, none, all have fallen short of the glory. All have sinned. But he didn't focus on our sin. He focused and he lived from a place of gratitude. And one thing I'm sure those disciples had to experience walking and living with Jesus was that, man, he loves us. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing things right. He's correcting stuff in us. He's adjusting things in us. He's rebuking us <laughs> in some occasions. But man, one thing they knew, he loved them. That's so true. And I had the privilege of sharing at one of my aunt's um homegoing services here um, about a month or so ago, my Aunt Frida on my dad's side, my one of my dad's sisters. And man, I just never knew a, a sweeter woman. She reminded me so much of my grandma Spellman. And, and one of the things I shared during her eulogy, I just shared this, is that everyone in that room, you knew how she made you feel. Because people will say they may not remember what you say, but they will remember how you made them feel. It's absolutely true. And one thing about my Aunt Frida, she's a godly woman, a Christ follower. Um, she made sure you knew you were special. 
and you were valuable. And it wasn't because she said, you're valuable, you're special. She just handled you in such a way. She looked at you in a certain way. She made the investment to be with you at certain times. I mean, she would travel and make trips to celebrate high points in our life, even though it was hard for her as a single widowed woman. So the time she made, the sacrifices she made, just how you felt in her presence, it wasn't just the words she was saying. And that's what we're talking about today. One of your cousins say, man, she was a Christian, a Christian. Who was yeah, that my other cousin, he was shared. He <laughs> said, that's awesome. she was a Christian's Christian. Exactly. <laughs> she, you know, and, but what is that? I mean, if it impacts your heart to that degree yeah. where you realize, man, there's something legit about this person. You know, yeah. you can say what you want about a, a religion or a faith or what, but this yeah. person just walked differently. She lived it. You she know. lived it. And that's, that's what it means to really follow Christ. Yeah. You know, it's it's important we understand, you know, our faith in the Lord isn't just a religious excuse. It isn't just a place of um and you know, it's it's almost over said now. Uh-huh. Well it's not religion, it's relationships, not religion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's almost like now gone to a point where everyone like <laughs> grabbed it and this is my my stick. Yeah. You know, it's not religion, it's relationship. But it's so true mm-hmm. um, that it is relationship, and there is good religion. James talks about it, and what is good religion? It says That's this: right. that you would take care of the widows and orphans in their plight, and you would keep yourself unstained Spotted. from the world, That's unspotted. Right. In other words, so what is that? You would be a family. That's right. To those who don't have yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. That's those the, who've lost their spouse. Those who have those lost who have their no spouse, father. lost their father. In other words, lost a family member. Exactly. That you would be a family to them. That's good religion. That's good religion. Mm-hmm. And then that you would keep yourself pure. Yeah. You would keep, you would guard your heart. Yeah. You would keep yourself, you know, in a place of, of peace and of innocence yeah. and of thankfulness, if you will. And so there is good religion. Mm-hmm. But it's not like so many of us have known religion. Yeah. You know, where there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of um, relig- uh, religiosity to the point of just mistreating people, mishandling people. There's a lot of people that have really been hurt mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and that's not that's not how Jesus would handle them. But at the same time, hurt people hurt people. That's right. And that's a perspective that we have to make sure we understand that Jesus died for the worst heathen. That was yep. the worst, you know, what you would think would be a bad person, drug abuser, molester, beater. I mean, whatever you'd think and would be the worst people. why did he do it? And why? Because he was thankful that their life existed. That their life now, existed. Now, their life got hijacked. Now, if you're talking about a, a murderer, an abuser of children, I mean, that is a life that is not just off the rails. It's in the ditches. It's it's a life being expressed in no way, shape, or form like God intended it. Yeah. Yet that person, that eternal soul, God is so thankful for them that he was willing to let the life of Jesus be given in exchange for them. so that who they really are could be redeemed. Could be redeemed. And from that lowest of low yeah. to the person who thinks they got it all together, mm-hmm. who's got the nice car, keeps the the rules of God from their youth. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like the rich young ruler. I mean, yeah. there's from the whole spectrum. Yeah. The up and out, the down and out, yeah. the the whole spectrum of, of people where people would lay if you were to you know put a put a ruler out there for mm-hmm. it. He died for them. Every single one of them. When every single one of us come into Christ, we're all we're on the same level. Mm-hmm. And it's important to understand that we've all been redeemed to that 
to that place of innocence. And when mm-hmm. I say same love, I mean, we're, we're all innocent. Yeah. You know, those things that used to hold us, those things that used to bind us, mm-hmm. whether it was our ego being up or our ego being down, mm-hmm. whether it was the addiction, whether it was the, the abuse that had, that had touched us mm-hmm. in a certain way, those things have been washed away by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. They have supernaturally, the, the move of God, when he moved mm-hmm. in, the most powerful miracle that ever has happened, whenever the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ move into us, mm-hmm. comes in to, and to stay with us, yes. and we go into Christ, yeah. whenever that happens and that exchange happens, we're baptized, we come out of the waters appealing to God for a mm-hmm. clean conscience. Yes, yes. When we're washed in that place, it's new. Yeah. There's, it's a new start. It's a new, it's a new, we're hitting the ground running. Mm-hmm. We are to be holy as he is holy, mm-hmm. you know, and there's repentance, there's grace that if we come to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us mm-hmm. of our sins. But it's that that whole dynamic when we really allow it to matter, yeah. when we allow in our heart to really believe it, it produces a fruit yeah. of thankfulness. Yeah. You see, the fruit of the spirit. So whenever the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, Mm -hmm. thankfulness, those fruit that we sometimes seem like we're just trying to get, man, I just wish I was more thankful. Mm -hmm. Man, Mm -hmm. I just wish I could be more loving. You know, I just, I try, but that's just not me. (laughs) No, it it is you. If you've been born again, it is you. But it's an understanding of that's a fruit of a right perspective. That's a fruit of the gospel really taking seed in my heart and me really believing it. Mm -hmm. If I haven't really believed it fully yet, then it's no mystery why I don't have that fruit in my life. Mm -hmm. But really allowing it to lay, allowing the Holy Spirit in quiet time. Lord, if you, you know, if this is something I want want us to be able to pray for you guys, kind of as we try to land this ship. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if, if there's something that you're really struggling with and, you know, maybe there's a fruit of the spirit, maybe thankfulness is something that you just really, you know, there's just a lot of things that life has really thrown at you because life, life comes at all of us. Mm-hmm. There are things that we've been having to deal with over this last year personally mm-hmm. in our own lives. And as I'm sure you guys have, not to mention with COVID, how that completely threw a wrench in like everyone's situation. Mm-hmm. So there's things that have been thrown at us. There's situations. Um, there's dynamics, there's relationship tension, there's things that just, we could probably go through the list and every one of mm-hmm. us could share a laundry list of, yeah, you know, yeah. things of how we've just been hit, punched, gut punched, suckered, cheated, you know, treated wrong, abused, disappointed. disappointed. We could just go through a list, but those things, focusing on those things won't bring us any help. Yeah, They've already happened. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Those things, those situations have come, but Jesus Christ has mm-hmm. come. Yeah, the, love the gets involved. Yes, because love is thankful. Yes, uh, the reason God even took the effort to get involved in a family that completely walked away from Him, and for thousands of years we walked away, but He worked during that whole time while man was going the other direction. He worked to bring a redeemer while we were yet His enemies. He worked to bring a savior into the human family to save the human family. And why did he do that? The bedrock, what we're talking about on this podcast is the bedrock of 
thankfulness. He was thankful for us. He wouldn't have done it if he wasn't thankful for us. Thankful to have had, even though the family went off the rails, the family completely went the wrong direction. He was so thankful for his family and we were so valuable to him and we were so precious to him that he was willing to give the life of his own son. And so we hope that the the major takeaway from this, you know, starting with the conversation about that young couple and that business, you know, get in a whole new place to live life from, whether it's in parenting, whether it's living your life, you have to start from a place of gratitude and thankfulness, knowing that when God touches us, he's not just trying to change our behavior. Just stop acting that way. Stop behaving. No, he's going for our identity. He's going for our real value. He's going for our purpose eternally. And he's doing it because he's thankful. He's doing it because he's, he's doing thankful. it because he's thankful. And that will then produce, when we see that, it'll produce a gratitude in us. And we'll begin to handle relationships like he handled us. In other words, that young parent will get a new set of tools to handle their child. When their child gets in a chaotic way, they'll come in from a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, all a different of us, strength. A different, because you, yeah. you think about how much stronger that situation would be if, if we knew you know, that you can handle. And it's just that, that little boat of confidence somewhat, sometimes just does it all. Yeah. You know, to know that you got someone that has your back, mm-hmm. that you got someone who's for you. That's stronger, you know, I don't know about you, but I think that's even the truth of the kingdom, you know, for a man under authority, yeah. like the centurion, he says, you know, I'm a man under authority. All you got to do is say the word yeah. and my servant will be healed. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's something that we, we hold on to that, man, I'm under the authority of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's the one who's helped me. He leads me. He gives me, you know, the direction for my life. He's given me his word, mm-hmm. you know, as a gift so that I can understand myself, yeah. so I can understand other people, so I can handle people right. Mm-hmm. There can be prosperity, there can be fullness, there can be peace in my life because of this and because of who he is. Yes. You know, that understanding is just, it is worth it. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, so we do want to pray because there are situations that have that have come at all of us and there are things that have tried to shape us. There are things that have, have wanted to produce in us a dread, mm-hmm. a fear. Yeah. And the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear. And hopelessness. And hopelessness. That's we are right. there is hope. There is a better way today. I want you guys to know if you're if you're dealing with anything right now, there is a way out. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is the way, the yeah. truth, and the life. And it's not a cheesy phrase. Mm-mm. It's not some little one-liner that you just you know quote. No, oh, well, he's just the way that. No, he really is. There There's is. a way for love yeah. to win in your circumstance. There's a way for love, compassion, joy, confidence, mm-hmm. fullness, expectation, boldness to be in your life. There's yeah. a way that you can walk in life being as gentle mm-hmm. and as kind. And see, gen- gentleness and right strong. there embodies the thankfulness. And I know some of you yeah. might be saying, well, I've read Galatians 5 and I don't see thankfulness in the list. Okay, true. Technically, you're correct. The word thankfulness is not one of the, the nine fruit listed in Galatians 5, but it's it's embodied it in so many of those Fruit. fruits. Exactly. You can't, those won't even be present without a thankful, grateful heart. But here, here's the thing, as we as we pray with you, realizing that being thankful, um, just letting God um, stir up a gratitude in your heart that complaining is not my way out. Yeah. 
complaining and see that's you know we started the program talking about the squeaky wheel getting the grease so if it's not complaining to get my my situation resolved what is it well we talked about we got to be thankful we got to find something to be thankful about jesus pursue jesus and realize that why would he have touched my life why would he have pursued me why is he so thankful for me let that produce a gratitude in you to lay hold of whatever situation you need to bring order to uh, help to healing to whether it's your job whether it's your family whether it's your marriage whether it's even your physical body just being unthankful it's going to affect your health. That's true. Being a griper and a complainer, <laughs> you're going to be all tied up in knots, literally on the inside, yeah. and things are not going to flow. So let's just pray, Sam. Yeah. Father, we thank you for healing that flows right now. You said you gave us a prophetic word as a ministry that if you heal the home, you heal the land. And so right now, we just release that healing anointing. Healing to come to every heart, every mind, every soul, every person listening, realizing you were so thankful for us. We were so valuable to you that you said it's worth it to give the life of my innocent son for their guilt for their shame, for their sin, so that it can be removed and they can see who they really are. So, Father, thank you that Jesus came to truly reveal the way, the way to do life, the truth of who we are, the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you for revealing Jesus Christ to every one of our listeners today. Because when Peter discovered who he was, Jesus then turned and said, now let me tell you who you really are. So I thank you today that as Jesus Christ is revealed to their hearts, then Jesus Christ can begin telling them who they really are. And Father, we are so thankful for every one of our listeners today. We're thankful to have this conversation. We're thankful to have this this platform, so to speak. We're thankful to have an audience to talk yes. to. We're thankful that every person, we're connected. We're connected in, in prayer. We're, we've prayed for them. We're connected in spirit. There's no distance in the spirit. And we're thankful, Father, for our lives being connected, your love bringing us together, your truth making us one. Jesus. And thank you that healing can flow right now. Now, physically, emotionally, financially, relationally, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And we just thank you guys so much for joining us because, I mean, really, I mean, I can't help but say thank you guys. That's right. Because there's thank so you. much. And even like, you know, we all came into this world with nothing. That's right. I didn't, you know, just come and just hop in and, you know, bring my bags and all my stuff. No, I came in with nothing. Yeah. And when we all leave this earth, we leave with nothing. We leave with nothing. And it's important to understand, you know, be thankful for what we've been given. Yeah. No matter what it is, you yeah. know, and comparison will kill that. Yeah. Oh, well, they got more. By whose standard? Yeah. Do you, are you happy? Mm-hmm. Do you have, I mean, it's that understanding, you know, we heard it said this way, um, a good friend of ours, Mr. Murphy, he's, he talked about, you know, people just gave their, their list of assets, you know, they started uh-huh. you know, their bank account, their car, their this, he said, well, okay, what's, what's a healthy child worth? Mm-hmm. Well, talk to someone who doesn't have a healthy child and you'll find out what's a healthy marriage worth. Yeah. What's a, what's a, a happy home that you can go to and relax and unwind. Yeah. At the end of the day, what's what's that worth? Mm-hmm. We'll talk to someone who's lost money on it, mm-hmm. who who's lost relationships on it, who's dealing with doctor bills. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. What is it worth to have those things? Yeah. But realizing, man, I have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I've been given a free gift, a free opportunity Amen. to absolutely walk in complete peace, complete wholeness every day of my life, no matter what the circumstances. Yeah. 
You know, Sam, I think we have another podcast we need to do. Okay. I think we have we have really opened up some good things, and I I'd like us to pick us up pick this conversation up in another podcast. So, um, those of you that are listening right now, just be looking for the the next week that comes out, uh, family mission at least. Um, I think we can dig some more into this. I think that we've we've got a good start, but I think there's a lot more we can talk about about how important it is to maintain a grateful, thankful heart. Amen. Absolutely, I think that's great. I think it's cool. All right. I love it. Thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in. If you guys want to get in touch with us again, you want to go ahead and tell the wonderful people, That's listeners, right. how they can get in touch. I feel like we're on, uh, what's that? Uh, not Family Feud. What's the one where they're like, at the end, they like ring. Oh, it's the like, price is right. Yeah, the price is right. Ring. You know, do, 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 do. How do we get in touch with the people at home? You want a new car. <laughs> so go to the website. Go to the website. You can sign up for a free newsletter there. You can sign up for a weekly devotional there. Just give us your email address, and we'll be sure to get that in your inbox. Or you can email us at spellmanministries at gmail.com. That's right. So may the Lord bless you. May, may he keep you. you. May, may he make, make his face to shine shine upon upon you and and lift lift up his countenance countenance upon upon you and and give you peace. peace.